guys here. Now look at this tree. Isn't this a marvelous, magnificent tree? I want you to look at the roots that go from the top to the bottom. I tell you what, this guy isn't going anywhere. He's rooted, he's grounded, he's founded, and that's the way you need to be in the Word of God. I tell you, for the last 51 years of third world missionary evangelism, it's only because I've been able to be rooted and grounded, unmovable, unshakable in faith and in the Word of God that's kept me going, kept me going around the world, saved my life so many times, and uh, I want you to get rooted. I want you to get grounded. I want you to be so rooted and grounded that you're absolutely unshakable shakable in Jesus name. God bless you. We love you. You're more than a conqueror. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the word of God. That's going to speak the word of God. That's going to move on the word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. Hello, everyone. God bless you and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries More Than Conquerors program. We are delighted you're here with us. And we've had a lot of fun talking about, uh, you know, sort of uh, to cliche things, uh, pulling down sacred cows. <laughs> and uh, we've been talking about useless uh, cliches, uh, unnecessary, cavalier, untrue statements that are very, very common in our everyday language. Bible, and Bible mythology. Bible <laughs> mythology, yes. And so I'm going to ask Terry right now, Terry, <laughs> when have you heard, like in a conference or uh, someone's preaching along this line, we talked about this in the former program about, um, you know, things that are being taught today that are just you know, Bible mythology. And these are two of the things that we hear the most common. When have you heard these? And I'll hold them up here. One of them is God is in control. <laughs> and then the second one, everything happens for a reason. Would you please, O oh man of God, address hmm. these issues for us, these, these two statements for us? Well, like you said, they're very common. Yes. And the things we talked about the last two programs right. uh, <clears throat> were other common cliches. Yes. That people just say, they don't even think about it. They just, you know, just open their mouth and it comes out. They just parrot what they've heard. And, and don't even think about mm -hmm. what it means. But um, God is in control. I think is one of the meanest, cruelest things that any preacher could stand in the holy desk and preach. Yeah. And yet they do it everywhere, every denomination. Right. I mean, right. everybody, you know, red and yellow, black and white. We see it, it just, and hear it, it everywhere. It just is everywhere. God is in control. God is in control. God is in control. <laughs> I've been saying since I was a oh, teenager, goodness. Renee. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just about to turn 73 years old. 74 years old. Yes, How old lest, am I? We, lest we forget. <clears throat> yeah, in February I turned 74. That's right. And I mean, since I was a teenager, I'd hear this preached. Right. And I'd say then, I'd say, well, 
if that's true, if God's in control, oh. he's doing a lousy job of it. Right. Have you looked at the world situation? Yeah. I mean, it's it's horrible. I mean, just just think about just think about here this last fall, just a few months ago, October the seventh, uh, Hamas went into Israel uh, yeah, clandestinely. And actually, verified terrorist organization. Yeah, a verified yeah. terrorist organization went in and killed, what was it, 1,400 people, mm-hmm. Israelis, mm-hmm. and took little babies. You and I just had a brand-new grandbaby, little bitty sweet little girl, but they took little bitty sweet babies and cut their heads off. Right. And then you're telling me God's in control? Yeah, and celebrated and you're sent telling me pictures God's home in control? to their families of what they'd done. Oh, yeah, then they took sent videos at home and said, hey, aren't, aren't, Mom and Dad, aren't you proud of me? I killed a Jew. God's in control? I don't think so. Mm. You know, what about the hungry people in the world? God's in control? I don't think so. What about mm-hmm. the sick people in the world? God's in control? I don't think so. Uh, Such that, a that, fallacy. It's a, and, wh- and you say, well, Terry, why do you say it's mean? Why do you say it's cruel? Because it takes my faith away from me. Right. <laughs> That's when you tell one. me, Terry, God is in control. Right. Then I say, okay, then why should I pray? Exactly. If God's the puppet master and he's pulling the strings, and I'm just a puppet. I have no right. choice. I have no will, no, no yeah. free will, nothing. I can't pray it away. I can't so why should call I pray? it in. Why should yeah. I go to church? Right. Why, why should, should I? I praise worships, do worship songs, praise songs? Yeah. Why should I fast? Why should I pay tithes? Why should I give offerings? Right. Why should I use my faith? Why should I even try to be good? <laughs> why not just stay home if God's in control? Right. right. Nah. Then what do I... What? You know, I preached a message in South Africa a few number of years ago to a really good friend of mine. He's passed away now, but a really good friend of mine in South Africa is pastor in a church. And uh, after I finished, Lynn and I had gone over there, and I was ministering in uh, Zimbabwe, and they went in South Africa. And after I finished preaching just a normal message on faith and miracles and gave some testimonies, some examples, and talked about raising the dead, uh, and gave a testimony of that. And at lunch, the pastor said to me, he said, Terry, it's been a long, long time. Since anything like that's been preached from my pulpit. My and I said, like what? And he, <laughs> what said, he said, like what you preached today. I said, what do you mean? Yeah. And he said, well, you, you know, you preached that my, what you were preaching was that my faith would have something to do with my outcome. Exactly. And I said, well, it does. And he said, well, I know. But he said, it's been a long time since anybody's preached that from my pulpit. I said, why? You're the pastor. <laughs> And he said, well, but I'm not My allowed goodness. to do that. He said, I'm part of a denomination, or an organization. They won't let me preach stuff like that. And I said, then you need to get a new organization. <laughs> That's just nuts because your faith has well, everything to do with your outcome. Well, on the, just the mere question that Jesus says, when I return, will, will I, I find, find faith, faith on the earth? in the earth? Hello? He's going to be looking for faith. God's you know, ple- faith I, I think it's interesting God. he didn't say, well, will, will I find love on the earth? Will right. I find mercy on the earth? That's will I find exactly. forgiveness on the earth? Will I find you know temperance, meekness, goodness? He said, I, will I find faith? That's right. He was concerned that when he comes back, will he wow. find faith oh, on Jesus. the earth? And I've always said to him, yes, sir, you just find That's me. Right. I don't know where I'll be when you come no back in India, Africa or somewhere, but you find me, you'll find faith. Find faith. I'm going to stay right. with the, I'm going to dance with the one that brought me. I love that statement. And, dance and with so, the one that brought you. Uh, <laughs> to say God is in control literally robs the Christian. It does. Of it's a any, thief. any movement of faith whatsoever. Right. And say, well, it doesn't matter what you say, doesn't matter what you do, doesn't matter how you no. live, doesn't matter what you, 
whether you pray, whether you go to church, whether you pay tithes, yeah, whether you love God, totally don't love God, God's Christian just in control. He's got your little life written out of where you're going to be and what you're going to do exactly. the rest of your life, and you have nothing to do with it. Well, that's just dumb. Yeah, it diminishes It's mean, our it's evil, it's cruel, and it's dumb. Yeah. And and I hate it when good ministers, and good ministers do this, good that's ministers, right. good men no, of God. that's right. I hate it when good ministers get up and preach that because I think, dear Lord, they're not even thinking about what they're saying. Because God's not in control. Now, God yeah. can be in control of your life when you give him the control and when say, Lord, I want you to, to, I want you to yeah. lead me and guide me and direct right. my steps and <laughs> righteous man's footsteps to order of the Lord and right. so on and so forth. But, but, but just to say God's in blanket control, right. then all the bad stuff in the world is happening because God wants it to happen. Well, that's just evil. Well, and you've got you've got Old Testament scriptures and New Testament scriptures that you put together to balance a level of intelligence of understanding that God did create the earth. Absolutely. But he's given the authority to men. He's given us free Hello? will. Why is that so hard? And then the second thing you gave me, God's in control and everything happens for a reason. Anytime somebody tells me everything happens for a reason, I, I always say, yeah, and sometimes the reason is that you're stupid and you make bad choices. <laughs> That's the bottom line right there. You know, uh, no, everything doesn't happen for a reason. That's right. You know. A good one anyway. Not not, not a universal one, not a God reason. Right. Uh, not a will of God Things one. happen for a reason because you make a mistake. Right. You know, or you do something wrong or. You know, you, you went and robbed a bank and you, you got shot. I mean, you know, that, right. the, the reason was you made a really bad choice, you know. That's it, right uh, there. And, and sometimes people marry the wrong person. Exactly. Sometimes people get the wrong jobs. I mean, you know, we That's need to right. listen to the Holy Ghost. Where, the would you, house. where would you like for me to be? <laughs> My goodness gracious. You know, the Lord, the Lord really says to us, uh, you know, there, there's several doors open before you. That's such a good scripture. Choose wisely. Yes. You know, choose. <laughs> I set before you. Yeah, I set before you this day, blessing, blessing and, cursing, and cursing, life and death. death. Psst, choose life. Yeah, here's a clue. He actually gives us a clue and says, yeah. here's a tip. Choose life. Yes. Choose life. Choose blessing. And uh, But anyway, the, the, those are two really terrible statements that people uh, preach and, right. and live by. And it's just so bad. It's just so God is evil. In it's just so mean. And uh, everything you, happens for a reason. I mean, you know, we we you know, last last week or so, we had a bunch of prayer requests all over the desk here. Mm -hmm. People just writing us with tragedies and saying, pray for this, pray for my right, child, pray right, for my right. husband, pray for my wife. Well, God's not in control of all that. He's not yes. making all that bad stuff happen to those. Exactly. People. I mean, it's Thank horrible. The Lord. Little baby's born, you know, and is, is deformed or our, our special needs or whatever. And, and you say, well, you know, God caused that. No, right. he didn't cause that. I can't go to someone who has had an absolute tragedy of loss of, of a precious, dear loved one and tell them as part of the bereavement counseling oh, yeah. or comfort, God is in control. <laughs> I think preachers started Jesus. doing it however long ago, decades or centuries ago, mm -hmm. to make the person feel better to think that, well, God did it, so it's got to be okay. Yeah. You know, he needed them in heaven. Oh, yeah. He needed a flower in heaven. heaven. He yeah, needed to put in his garden. I remember when Princess Di had, had her car wreck and, and, and died. Uh, in Paris all those years ago. And and uh, I heard a news anchor say, oh, God needed a princess in heaven, so he took her. And then a week later, Mother Teresa died. That same news anchor said, yeah. oh, God needed uh, a personal guide for Princess Di, so he took Mother Teresa so she could be Princess Di's guide. 
What about Jesus? Where, what about the angels? Where does They're all not this good come enough. From? No, it's just absurd. Well, the when when they when people say things like this, ministers say things like this, it is a doctrinal leaning towards the absolute sovereignty of God in the earth. Absolutely. God is the creator of the earth. Well, the sovereignty of God is a bad doctrine that that used yes. to be prevalent, then it went away, and that's come back. Come back. And it, it's not a good it's thing. It's reinvented itself. And case raw, raw, God is in control. Right. And the Word of God, the Word of God, your Bible, strongly supports personal choice. That's the most marketable, if I could say that, thing about Christianity, Terry, is that God endorses personal identity and choice. Absolutely. He leaves it up to you. Absolutely. We're not clones he, all doing the same thing. He, and we're left with our identity, our personal identity, absolutely. gender, age, where you're born, everything. He leaves all of that responsibility up to you and gives you the, the ability to manage your life. Well, that's why he created us in the first his place. Word. He yeah. created the angels, right? But then he didn't like that because he said, "They're they're they're Autobots. They're they're, right. they're made to do what I tell them. They don't have free choice. They don't have that's free right. will. Uh, they and so he he made Adam and Eve and he said, I yeah. want I want a people that has free will. Right? They will serve me because they want to. They will love exactly. me because they want to, not because they're right. not because they're you know because they're made to." Yeah, God is in control violates several major biblical doctrines that have to do with how God relates to us. Absolutely. And it takes away that relational dynamic through prayer, worship, obedience, yeah. uh, God leading you specifically yeah. as an individual in to do certain things that other individuals are not included in. God has you doing specific ministry of third world evangelism, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he doesn't ask everybody to do that. And he leaves it up to you. There's a difference, a major difference right. between ability exactly. and right. Yes, you know, I said the angels don't have free will. Well, they they actually have they actually have the the ability for free will, right? Because we see that Lucifer exactly. sinned and took a third of the angels angels with Correct. him. So they had the ability, right. <laughs> but they didn't have the right. That's it. When they did it, God said, "Oh, nope, you're out of here. You don't have the right to do that." Now, when when he put Adam and Eve in the garden, he gave them both the ability and the right. That's so good. See, you have the ability to serve That's me or not serve me. Understanding for us. You have the ability to serve me or not serve me. You That's also right. have the right. I will I will protect your right to live how you want to. I will protect your right to go to hell if that's what you want to do. Right. Then I will protect your what right to do that. So he gave the angels <laughs> the goodness. ability but not the right. And he gave us the ability and the right. And the right to make right or wrong choices. Exactly. Yeah. And he said, I'll support you. If that's what you're going to do, yeah, you have I'll the right withdraw, to do it. I'll let you go and your I'll own withdraw way. and you can you can yeah. go to hell. You know, you, you can live without me. You can walk without me for eternity. That's your right, oh. your ability and your right. But the angels, it, it bent God out of shape when they did it because he said, no, 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 no. You have the ability to do that. Yes. But you do not have the right. And you don't have the right to exercise it in my kingdom. No, absolutely. So, so in heaven, God is in control. Yes. See, the Bible tells us, forever, O Lord, <laughs> thy word is settled in heaven That's or in the right. heavenlies. Right. 
And it's up to us to settle it in the earth, and especially your part of the earth, right. your body. Yes. So it's up to your me soul, to settle, mind, the, settle the word in yeah, my your life. Body. Forever. Forever. Oh, Lord. Isn't that wonderful? Forever. Forever. Yeah. Your word settled right. in the heavenlies, but it's not yeah. settled here. Right. We've got to settle it here. We've got to settle it in the earth and in our earth. Well, Terry, I think it is one of the things that, that causes confusion and that we learned early on as young adults was that that uh, there are three realms of heaven, exactly. earth, uh, the realm that three man world, functions. Three worlds. Three worlds. And then the kingdom of darkness. Mm -hmm. Those are three worlds. Mm -hmm. Where There's does, heaven, earth, and hell. Right. How is God's word sovereign uh, among beings that have free will? Mm -hmm. Well, the only way he can do that and function in the earth, it'll be as man says it goes. You know, sure. whatever you say, whatsoever things you say, whatsoever things you believe in your heart, Mark 11, uh, 23, 24, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. I don't see any of the sovereignty of God in that. No, I, what I not. see in that scripture is that God lets me say, believe and then receive whatever I want, right. according to these guidelines That's of what exactly he's laid right. down you, here you in the earth. You can dictate the circumstances right. in your own life. Isn't that more? You know, when God got mad <laughs> a couple of different times in the Old Testament, yeah. said, I'm going to kill all of you. I'm right. going to kill them all. I'll start over. And then <laughs> and then Moses talked him out of talked it. Talked him out of it. My goodness. And then Abraham, talk, then Abraham also talked him out of it. Your words can be with Abraham God. Abraham said, wait a minute. What if, what if you're going to kill everybody in Sodom and Gomorrah? What, what if you find 50 righteous? Yeah. Well, what, if what if you find 40 righteous? What if you find 30 righteous? What if you find 20 righteous? What if yeah. you find 10? God said, right. okay, 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 I'll, I'll do it for 10. You know, and so they, they they talked him. It wasn't sovereign that God says, nope, you don't get a choice. Now, the, the Abraham dictated to him, and, and Moses dictated to him. Yes, Moses absolutely. said, look, if you kill all these people, the, the, the rumor is going to go out about your reputation that you can't take care of your people. You brought them out here in the wilderness and just they, they died because you couldn't take care of them. My, my, and God my. said, okay, I won't do that. So so the, the God wasn't sovereign in that area. No, that's right. Well, and, and in this, we want to, I want to quickly do this. This is another well, yeah, one. What else you got over there? This is another one they, that we need to talk about that, that would parallel with some of this. And it is. If it be thy will. You know, that's probably one of the biggest mistakes the church makes. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing. Bible mythology. Yeah. And you don't find that prayer right. anywhere in the Bible except in the Garden, Garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane when Jesus is about to be crucified. My Lord. And he's sweating drops of blood and he knows he's about to be separated from his father and he's about to die sinners oh. of death because he's taking our sin on him. And that's horrifying to him. He was going him. to die a sinner's it's, death. It's horrifying wow. to him. It says he shrank in horror. Over in yeah, the Hebrews epistles. five, he he said he shrank in horror. horror. It was horrible to him to think I'm for the to first time in my separated. life I'm going to be separated from my father. Jesus, my, and so he sweat drops my. of blood, Thank and he you, and he Lord. said, Father, if there's any other way to mm. do this, if there's any other way to do this, please <laughs> let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless. Well, Not my will, will but, thine. but thine be done. What a God. That's the only time that prayer is ever prayed in the Bible. Thank and yet the Lord. church has made a doctrine out of yeah. it. Yeah. 
So we say, Lord, now heal them if it's your will. That? We know what his will is. That's why he gave you the Bible Lord, is bless to find them if it's, out. <laughs> bless them if it's your will. We know what his will is. His yeah, will is to heal. His will is what? to bless. Healing and prosperity. Absolutely. We know it's God's will to heal. Heal. He's not willing that any should perish in any any area of your life, much less your eternal soul. And like and I spirit. said, you don't find that in the Bible. No. The only place is the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus realizes he's going to be separated from God. And he said, if we can do this any other way, Hallelujah. then let this cup pass. From. Let's do it a different way. Yeah. But if not, then whatever your will is, I'll do it. I'll be obedient. Mm -hmm. You know, and prosperity in the areas of prosperity, that's what people want to argue about all these foolish things oh. about heal, God healing. Well, it's in the covenant, Psalm 103. Oh, I've had ministers overseas and stand up and challenge all. me in pastor's conferences and say, you know, the, the, the bloods for the, the things that make preachers the maddest sometimes when I preach in pastors' <laughs> conferences. I say, God doesn't make you sick. God doesn't make you poor. He's a good God. He, he wants you well. He wants you prosperous. You make preachers mad. They just jump right up and say, No, that's not right. That's not right. Yes, it is. I don't know why. It's like whoever they want to said fight this. you for the right to tribulate. To tribulate. I was just going to say that. You know, when it comes to He delights in the prosperity of His servants. Mm -hmm. Uh, healing is the children's bread. It belongs to the people of God. It's even the dinner bell to the world. Oh, absolutely. That, come over here and serve this God. He'll heal you. He'll you heal know, you. I settled that when I was a teenager because I was hearing this, the scuttlebutt, you yeah. know, the, the two different factions. And, so, and I just went to the book of Proverbs. I thought, well, if Solomon's the wisest guy in the world, Yes. Ever was. I'll just right. read and see what he said about it. I looked up every scripture on prosperity in Proverbs, every scripture in, in Proverbs about healing. Right. And Come to the conclusion that God didn't like poverty and He didn't like sickness. <laughs> he doesn't like he sickness. wants you to prosper and He wants you to be healthy. There's none of that in heaven. No, nope. my exactly. Lord. What else you got? Well, I just was going to comment this, and then I want you to come back to this. That, that's the all three of these. Um, all three of these that we're talking about. Oh no, I I, I didn't see these. That's why I'm asking I missed what those. else you got. Where did the others go? Oh, you have them. I've got the I, I'm one sorry, we've I got confused with. here. Um, I just I was just going to share this one verse uh, and. And but never, never pray, Lord, if it's your will. Yeah. Just forget that. Forget Go that. Go to the Bible, find out his will, and pray that. Be care enough about your life. Just like Paul told Timothy, study to show yourself approved unto God. So you don't have to pray or preach with cliches. You can actually preach the word of God. Jesus said in Luke 8, 18, be careful, therefore, how you listen or how you hear. For to him who has spiritual knowledge will more be given. Absolutely. And from him who does not have spiritual knowledge, even what he thinks he knows can be taken away from him. Right. So this is an indictment to our level of intelligence, understanding, and our uh, integrity to go pursue truth. See, Amen? Those, these are those fables we were talking about the other day that men, yes. men turn from the truth from the Word of God. They go to fables because they have itching ears. They right. want the ears tickled. Well, th these are two things we want to talk about. We're probably not going to get to all of it today, but be but, true to yourself. We'll throw that in the trash. <laughs> We, be oh true my to goodness. God. Don't be true to yourself. Be if true to the Word of God. If you're intelligent and if you're godly and if you um, are going to be very You may have given yourself bad advice. Yeah, you might, <laughs> you might be giving yourself some very bad advice. Be true to yourself. Now, what does well, that even mean? If you're full of the Holy Ghost, maybe. If you're, if you're honest and godly, maybe. 
but you can't you can't just give yourself to just a cavalier comment of well I'll have to be true to myself. Well, I will if my standard is as high as the word of God. Isaiah said raise your standard. Live God says my thoughts are higher <coughs> than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. Let's cover this in the last minute that we oh, have. Oh my goodness. We'll Here we are. RIP. Big bold letters. <laughs> you know since since Facebook's come out everybody's a preacher. And uh, so you, anytime somebody dies, you always see people say, R.I.P., rest in peace. That's just ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> when you die, when someone dies, if they go to hell, there is no rest. There is no peace. Right. There is no and rest in peace. And a lot of people's lives. And if you go to heaven, you're not going to rest there either. You, it's a party. It's it, There's stuff going on. There's things. It's a to, celebration. The sun doesn't even go down. You know, there's not even yeah, night. There's it's no, all day there, goodness. No. So the rest in peace is one of the dumbest things people can say. It's kind of like the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't. The Lord gives, he doesn't take away. Well, and Job said that. I mean, those Job in, said in the it book and he didn't Job, know any better. And he didn't know. He's the first oldest book in the Bible. The oldest book in the Bible was before the priesthood, before the tabernacles, before right. the blood sacrifice. Right. And Job just said, well, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Well, that's not true. The Lord giveth, but he, he's not the taker away. It, yeah. What happens is people make that bad choices and they the get time. over. I think we learned under. a lot of this stuff from old cowboy shows. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gun smoke True. and bonanza and all that. Yeah. Every, every boot heel funeral, they say, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. And no, he doesn't. No, yeah. he doesn't. Job was wrong when he said that. Job did say this. He said, though God slay me, I'll trust him. That's a good sentiment. That's, God's not going to slay you. Yeah. But if he did, I still love him. Well, well that's, that's dedication Seems and like contrition and all of that in there. Well, this has been wonderful. And it reminds me again of how much we are believing and standing on the Word of God. Absolutely. We are not going to go back. We're not going to compromise. We're going to stand on the Word of God. And when Jesus returns, Terry, I'm he's saying gonna he's going to find faith in my heart, your heart, Terry's heart, our family, in Jesus' name. Our time is gone for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you, pray for you, and want to tell you one more time that you are more, more than, than conquerors. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. Terry and I are here to just say thank you. And just, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we just can't thank you enough, all of you that have partnered with Terry Mize Ministry, soon to be 56 years coming up in February. And uh, all the blessing of God we pray on every single one of you. Amen. Some of these are testimonies, prayer requests, um, notes given with offerings. Uh, there's a whole bunch of these all hidden under here from 2023. And we saw the Lord do great things, not only for us, but through you and your confidence in us and your care for the ministry. You trusted us to pray for you. You trusted us with your money. And we couldn't be more thankful and more grateful and get very humbled. Oh, absolutely. And both in the ministry, Terry Mize Ministries, and in our Orphanage Foundation, our yes. Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation, we just finished our Christmas and and had a banner year of giving to orphans for Christmas. Yes. Yes. We just appreciate that. Thank you for it. And of course, out of TMM, we cover the expenses for the other foundation, for Jackie Mize uh, International Children's Foundation. So thank you for giving to both of those entities, right. both of those ministries. We appreciate it. We pray for you every day, every day, every, every day. day. And I believe God's absolute best for you. That's right. 
As we continue on now in 2024, we just want to encourage you to use your faith with ours because we laid hands on all of these and we believe you're, you came out of 2023 blessed and you're coming into 2024. Blessed coming in and blessed going out. Amen. And that the blessing of the Lord is returned back on you in every area of your life. And God's not through. You know, it's like Brother Copeland said many years ago, we don't play nine inning ball games. We play till we win. Absolutely. And so we're, we're hanging on to these. We're laying hands on these and we're calling your life blessed in every area. Thank you for partnering with Terry Mize Ministries. You can give a tax deductible donation now at terrymize.com. 